If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Week four of the NFL season, almost in the books. We got the Rams and the Niners tonight to wrap things up on Monday Night Football. Pretty big matchup, pretty big game with some decently high stakes. It is still early in the season. Loser of that game can still make up ground, of course, but... You want to win against your division rival, and especially the division rival that people expect you to be competing with for that top spot. We'll preview that game a little bit later on in this episode, but let's take a look around the rest of the league. Obviously, you know we'll start in the AFC North. We talked about the Bengals a lot last Friday, winning that game on Thursday night. It would turn out that the Bengals would be the only AFC North team to be in the winner's circle this week in Week 4. The Browns went to Atlanta and fell 23-20 to to the Falcons, and the Ratbirds lost to Josh Allen and the Bills 23-20 to at home. Let's start with the Brownies because I think that's the one that's more surprising. Yes, I agree. It's surprising how the Ravens lost, but no one would have expected a, the Ravens not to lose that game. It's a better team yeah, of course. by far. If the Bills would have won 23-20 to in a very normal fashion, we'd all sit here today and say, that's normal. I mean, mm-hmm. you lose to one of the best teams in football. The Browns are trying to stack as many wins, you know, get as many wins in their saving account until Deshaun Watson comes back. And this was one that you probably needed to have. You go to Atlanta and play a, a Falcons team that isn't good, but maybe a little bit better than people thought they were going to be. I guess so. There's maybe I think some a lot more of, talent I there. think some people expected it to be bottom two, bottom three in the league. But you had to win that one. You had mm-hmm. to get the three and one because then you welcome the Chargers in to your own stadium next week. The Browns do. The Browns do, yes. And I get that you're getting a West Coast team at a one o'clock kickoff, but I think Justin Herbert, what they put up like thirty seven points against the Texans, that offense starts to figure things out a little bit. He gets to recover more and more he from gets that better rib injury. And better, yes. Yep. Then you've got the Patriots at home. And I think Belichick just proved to you that it's going to be a tough matchup no matter who's at quarterback for the Patriots. They're a team that could go like 5-12 and 12 in my mind, but just be such an abysmal team to have to play against when you go up against them. Really well coached, as you would expect them to be. And the defense is always going to be, I think, at least above average. So that ain't exactly a cakewalk against Belichick and the Patriots. Then you go on the road against the Ravens. Then you got the Bengals. Then you go on the road against the Dolphins and the Bills in back-to-back weeks. And then you've got the Buccaneers before you finally get Watson back in Houston against the winless Texans, the only winless team left in the NFL, they needed to get to 3-1. and one Yeah, Because absolutely. they could lose a majority of these games now coming up before the Watson return. I mean, they looked at their schedule and they said to themselves, we could 
possibly work out a 4-0 record here. Well, I think that, they should be 4-0. I mean, yeah, you, lead, you lead that game for 59 minutes and 59 seconds of game time and you lose to the Jets. That makes no sense. In a game that didn't go to overtime, that really doesn't make sense. Mm-mm. This Falcons game, again, I think the Falcons are better than we might have thought, but you're, but you're the better the Browns team. run the ball all over them with Nick mm-hmm. Chubb, who did have 118 yards and a touchdown, by I the way. I think he's leading or second to Saquon Barkley in, in rushing yards. He's total. been phenomenal, but the problem was Jacoby Brissett maybe turned back into a little bit of a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. 21 for 35, not that great efficient-wise. Only 234 yards, and he threw an interception, so... You didn't get the Jacoby Brissett that the Steelers saw right. on Thursday night. Right. You saw the Jacoby Brissett that everybody kind of expected to see when he took over the interim quarterback job while Deshaun Watson serves his suspension. But 4-0, absolutely. If you're a Browns fan, you think you should be there. 3-1, and no question about it. Mm-hmm. you got to be at least 3-1. and now that you're sitting at two and two, and the Ravens fell back to two and two, and the Bengals caught back up to two and two, and you don't, you don't really have that much mm-hmm. breathing room, or at least I'll assume they won't have any breathing room once they go through this next stretch of schedule. I think right now they stand in first place in the division because they're the only team in the division with a a division win against the Steelers, and that is the tiebreaker when you're all division opponents. Uh, but that surely could escape from them, that division lead, very quickly. Very quickly. I think it will, too, you know. Like, I I expected, I, I thought the only loss the Browns could have had in their first month of the season was against the Steelers. And I thought that was because Steelers, with a healthy T.J. Watt, with the expectations we had with the offense, even with Mitch Trubisky in there, you thought, oh, well, the Browns, Browns are out. beatable with Jacoby Brissett. Browns with Brissett are beatable. But then you beat Pittsburgh, you really should have you really should have started this season off four and I don't disagree given with the that. opponents. I don't disagree with that at all. Man, you know, we're not gonna recap the triple play, but you took the Browns and I said, You're not scared about that line at all? Nothing scares you about that? I did, you did the it. Browns. You I, think were I, brave. Went, I think I went 0 and three. You were brave in the face of the line. They just Vegas is so weird, man. They just, they just know. know. They just know that the Falcons are going to beat the Browns straight up for whatever reason. Both teams are now sitting at 2 and 2. Atlanta in second place in the NFC South. How about that? The Falcons. Who would have thought it? Nipping at Tom Brady's heels. Wait a minute. Oh my god, they're tied for first. They're tied for first, but oh I believe god, that Tampa has the I don't care. the tiebreaker because they also have I that don't care. divisional they, win already. Don't care. They still play twice head to head. I'm all in on the <laughs> you, I'm, uh, Rise Falcons, up Atlanta. Falcons to win the, the South. NFC South. Rise up Atlanta. Uh looking at the Ravens though, like we mentioned they lose to the Bills. Lamar Jackson when the game is tied at 20, has a chance to at least get that field goal on the board to take the lead, throws a bad interception in the mm-hmm. back of the end zone. Really bad. I, when, every time Lamar makes a bad play, I feel like it's amplified times a billion because all the haters are waiting in the wings for him to do something like that. Throws a bad pick. The Bills take advantage, get into field goal range, kick a game-winning field goal. That's all she wrote. The Ravens are 2-2. Two and two, The Bills are 3-1. and one. Uh I don't really know what I take away from this game. I mean, it was a bad mistake from Lamar, but I still think the Ravens are one of the elite teams in the AFC. And I think the Bills just proved that they didn't have their A game again for a second straight week and were able to pull out a win this time and really should have been able to pull out a win against Miami last week. So like a lot of great teams before them do, 
they kind of can sleepwalk through games and still get wins against really good opponents. And I think that's what you kind of saw against this Ravens team. Not taking anything away from them. Like I said, Baltimore is one of the elites in the NFL, but for a second week in a row, that Bills offense was kind of stymied a little bit. Defense had to keep them in the game. They did so. Offense made enough plays to win. And I think that's the sign of a really dangerous team is you're not all on your A game, but you're still going to go into Baltimore and beat a team that you expect to be competing with for that AFC conference. Yes, for sure. I I think for the Ravens, before I get to the Bills. No touchdowns from Allen either. Like, that's really weird. To He had a stinker kind of, 1936, 213 and a touchdown. That ain't good for him, but he still finds a way to win. That's the sign of a really great team. Mm-hmm. If you're Baltimore, you need to if you if you have that twenty to three lead, and you keep it, you're not looking at yourself as okay. We're the division winner. We just beat handedly what everyone thought was the best team in the NFL, not just our conference, but in the NFL. And now we've sent them reeling. Now we've sent them on a two game losing streak here, and. Now we're the best team in the NFL, right? Like that's right, what you're exactly. thinking. Right? And then you cough up that lead. You're down to two and two because their their other loss was uh, another huge comeback by the Dolphins. Right? This is now yeah, the, the second- AFC East just comes back on the Ravens for some reason. Yeah, why? It, the AFC Look North, out for the Jets. The AFC North just can't hold fourth quarter leads. The no. Browns, the Steelers, and the Ravens all have been struggling to do so this entire season. So if you're the Ravens, it's a really big punch in the gut because you could have established yourself really as like the second best team in the AFC, maybe even better than Buffalo just because you beat them. them. But now here you are and you are now tied in a three-way race to win your own division. Tom, we keep saying, or we we had said all offseason long as it unfolded and we saw that Lamar Jackson was staying healthy and he, for now it looks like he'll play the whole season unless something bad happens to him again, but we had always said, if Lamar's healthy, they're the best team. Like You can take away J.K. Dobbins, and, who had a two-touchdown day against the, the Bills yesterday. A two-touchy day? There it is. We've done that a lot today. A lot of two touchdowns <laughs> going around yesterday. Uh, but we, you could take away Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Marlon Humphrey in the secondary, and uh, Marcus Peters, who were both out last year. If you just keep Lamar Jackson in, that team is a really they're dangerous team. They're going to the playoffs team. last yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So... To already stumble into a two and two record, I, we know it's early, right? It's early, but you could have, you being Baltimore, could have established yourself as one of the best teams or the team to be in the AFC. Looking at Buffalo, it's a huge win for them because if they lose this game, they're now still, or they would be what two games behind, uh, or yeah, maybe a game one behind. game with the tiebreaker in hand for Miami for now, right? But if they lose, they're at two and two. They're a full game behind. But they're a full game behind. They're Miami. tied with the Jets, right? I mean, it's a it's a weird division. It is a weird division, but I bet it's a division that ends up, you know, working out exactly as we thought it would. Yeah, Buffalo. Except wins. maybe the Jets might be better than the Patriots. That might happen. Maybe a lot of quarterback problems in New England because of Mac Jones going down. How about that? Maybe how, Zappy's the guy. How about Zappy becoming the first rookie quarterback to throw a touchdown pass this season? Yeah, who had whoever had that ticket just cashed in <laughs> a big lot of time money. on some odds. A there. lot of money. This was also, I heard, Tom, the longest it's taken a rookie for a rookie quarterback to throw a touchdown, touchdown pass in like 20 years or something Not like that. Not surprised by that. You usually see one at least start week one. Yeah, right. 
Bills shut the Ravens out in the second half of this football game. So Bills defense again showing that they can step up when needed and get that team a big win. Mm-hmm. The Ravens, they welcome Joe Burrow into town next week for Sunday night football. It's going to be a good one. Really going to give that winning team in that game a leg up for that division race. For sure. We talked a lot about best team in football. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. It's got to be the Eagles now, right? I mean, has to be. If you're they the were only number one, our- yeah. If you're the only remaining uh, undefeated team, that is you. You are the best team in the in, in all of football. Number one team in our power rankings last week. No reason for them to fall any or fall down in this week's edition, which will be coming out on Wednesday, of course. But you fall down fourteen to nothing against the Jaguars. You're up twenty to fourteen by halftime. I mean, that is phenomenal. That's resilience. That's well coached team. And then your defense, after giving up 14 points, and I know they were helped by Jalen Hurts' turnover interception, uh, I believe that the Jags took back for a touchdown, but to have 14 points surrendered in the first quarter, then nothing in the second, nothing in the third, and then seven surrendered once you finally had the game in hand in the fourth quarter. The Eagles' defense is really good. Jalen Hurts didn't play his best game, but was still incredibly effective. They ran all over the Jaguars. Miles Sanders had 27 carries, 134 yards, and two, what? two tutties. So they were just running it down the Jags' yes. throats. Still think the Jags are for real. They were up, what, 14 to nothing? Can't fumble the ball four times if no, you're Trevor you Lawrence. Really bad. Interesting coaching decision where you bench James Robinson early in that game because of a fumble. Never give him a chance to get back off the mat and prove but himself you, again. But Lawrence just throwing that thing all over the field. And by the way, Robinson fumbled. The Jags recovered that one. Lawrence lost all four of the fumbles mm. that he fumbled. So hey, I don't know. Who's the backup in Jacksonville? For the quarterback spot? Yeah. Oh, God, who knows? Well, maybe that's I, I know why Etienne because Etienne is the back. Well, maybe that's back. why because you have James Robinson and Travis Etienne. You have Trevor Lawrence, and I have no idea who is. We should know is. who the backup is because they. It's not same Gardner here when the Steelers and the Jags did battle in the preseason. But, oh, that's right. But it's just it wasn't. I, I don't understand why you bench James Robinson. I think he's one of the better players on your team. Here's why: because it's C.J. Bethard. Yeah, you're not, you're not I don't even know if he was the one who played against the Steelers in the preseason. Well, my point isn't that you bench Lawrence for four fumbles. It's Lawrence. You keep him in no matter what. My point is don't keep Robinson glued to the bench because of one mistake. Right. He's such a good player. He's been in the 1,000-yard rusher in this league. You're going to need him. Even that, that being said, I don't think anything was going to make much of a difference against the Eagles. They're just such a good, well-rounded football team. Now they got the Cardinals on the road. Cowboys at home, Steelers at home, Texans on the road. I mean, it's getting harder and harder to see where this first loss is going to come. It's going to come. Maybe it happens when they host Rodgers Rogers! on Sunday Night Football in like five or six weeks. It's going to happen. And you know what? It always happens where you never – like Steelers with the Commanders that one year. Mm-hmm. Washington's going to roll into Philadelphia and upset the Eagles. Something will happen like that. But so far, so good in Philly. It's exciting times for the brethren across the Commonwealth. Cowboys in that division took care of the Commanders. They're 3-1, and one. another team that's doing a great job with their starting quarterback on the sidelines as they continue to stay afloat. 
The Vikings went to three and one over in foggy old London town. They almost blew <laughs> in classic Viking fashion. They wanted so badly to yes. lose that game, but they'll take three and one, and they'll probably end up like eleven and six this year or something like that, and they'll make the playoffs comfortably uh, as a wild card or winning that division. Most Fugazi three and one team of all time, the New York Giants. The New York Giants, one hundred percent. Twenty to twelve winners in a game that no one watched between them and the Bears. No, I did. We we claimed it. I think I claimed that as the toilet bowl. Oh, I did too. That was the puke bowl. The puke bowl. Sorry of of the of the week. Saquon Barkley though, <clears throat> he's back. Right? Are you ready to believe it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he ever left. I think he just was hurt like for the past three years straight. Because he was well, um, that means he he's was back. incredible as a rookie. I mean, clearly a top five level back as a rookie, and, and now, now that, clearly a top five level. back Now that again. he's fully recovered from all injuries that he suffered over that multi-year span of him struggling, he's leading the league in rushing yards yeah, through, so it, through, through through the first month of the season. So it makes sense that they would beat the Titans, who that was Week One, first of all. So everybody's a little rusty, but. The Titans want to run the ball too, so that's a game the Giants are w- more than comfortable being in and winning twenty-one to twenty. Then they beat the Panthers by running the ball over them again. It's the Panthers; no one's intimidated by them, and it was at home. Mm-hmm. Then you play a team that has a little bit more talent, and the Cowboys don't even have their starting quarterback, but they still beat you on the road by a tutty. And then you go back against the Bears, who just love to run the football and play like it's nineteen fifty-five, and it's right up your alley, and you win the game twenty to twelve. So they go to London this week to play the Packers. Then they've got the Ravens. Then they've got the Jags. <laughs> then they've got the Seahawks, who have actually been scoring some points so far right. this year. And Geno Smith, as you said, is once the Giants start the playing, most accurate quarterback in football right now. He is. And once you guys, start, you're not joking about that, folks. I'm not, he's not. He really no, is. He, he leads the league in completion percentage. Once you start playing these teams that are more modern, that although the Packers don't really throw the ball that much, but you get my point. Once mm-hmm. you start playing offenses that are more threatening, I don't think the Giants are going to be able to keep up with just number 26. Yeah, I mean. The Giants got to play Justin Fields, who we're talking about Saquon Barkley being back. Is are, we, are, we, are we ready to hop on that train? The the, the that conversation is happening. Is starting. Right? Like, is, is Justin is he Fields a bust? Because he doesn't even do promising things. Eleven of twenty-two for one hundred and seventy-four yards, zero touchdowns, six sacks taken. Because like, we don't know if Zach Wilson's good or not, but we just saw yesterday. There's tangible things there that you can point to and have faith in. What has Fields done? I mean, so far? I, I'll, I'll say this: seven rushes for fifty-two yards. So maybe that's it. But still, I mean, you got to do more than eleven of twenty-two for one hundred and seventy-four. Yeah, lead a fourth-quarter comeback on the road. Six sacks, you know, man. like you got to do if something. You, if you're mobile, you shouldn't be going down six times in a game. You no, should that's... be able to escape that pocket. And think about the foot and mouth moments from him uh, when he started in this league as a rookie, and they asked him how he's adjusting to the game speed. He said, "Oh, it's actually a little bit slower to me up here." That's aging like milk. Mm-hmm. And then a couple weeks ago saying that uh, we care a lot more about this than the fans do, so I don't really care. But whatever he said about the fan base in Chicago doesn't right. get how much we care about it or how much work we put in in that locker room, so their opinion doesn't really matter. So not acting like a franchise quarterback, really. No. I mean, the two wins, again, the, the week one against the Niners. The Niners were with uh, Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. And it was literally a monsoon. Right. So rusty all around. And then they beat the Texans last week. Congratulations. You Only the, team who you has beat, yet to win a game. Right. You beat the one winless team in, in the league. So congratulations on that. Well, with the Texans in the AFC South, we were really excited about the Jags last week, obviously. They're going to be our AFC South champ. Football always has a tendency to give you a little dose of medicine. Mm-hmm. 
I want more than anything for the Jags to win this division. I think they're going to be competitive all the way up into the end of the year. Rabes is just going to slide in and take it, though, isn't he? I mean, he's just going to. Oh, I don't know about he's that. He's just going to fart his way to ten and seven, which is going to be good enough to win this division, and the Titans are going to win it. See, like to you me, see the, the King started to feel himself a little bit yesterday. Who the King? Buck he did. 34. I think he had his first one hundred yard performance. One fourteen, excuse me. Yeah, and only one tutty, unfortunately. So on twenty two carries, that guy gets the ball so much it's ridiculous. I believe uh, when they played the Raiders last week. Yeah, he did not cross that century mark. It is concerning that the Titans scored 24 points all in the first half and then just sat on that for the rest of the game while the Colts frantically tried well, to Well, you have Derrick Henry. Right, but I want to like, score points in the second half. That's like, what I'm I don't saying, want to be is, shut out. Run the ball with Derrick Henry, run that clock down, get some points. That's not what happened. No, it's not, but they still get a big division win. And, here, and here's and the still, thing. Is they're that, at the top now. So And we and you, you more than me were ready to say, okay, Colts, Kind of impressive after week three, beating the Chiefs at home. I just can't that team. That team just makes no sense. They'll win another. Yeah, they lose again. They're gonna win another game. So like, are you are you that impressed by the Titans beating the Colts? No, I'm more just impressed by the Titans being one of the more stable franchises in the past couple years. And they start zero and two, so you have to get to two and two, and they get to two and two. Like they just check the box that they had to, and and that's why I'm impressed. Their only other win came against the Raiders. Who, the Raiders. who up until this week hadn't gotten a win, got their first win this week. So are you really that impressed with the Titans? Because I'm not. I'm not impressed with them. I don't think they're going to go on a Super Bowl run. I just don't think the South is very formidable. So do you think the winner of the AC South— You think the Jags are that far ahead? Like, no, but I don't, I don't think the Titans are going to really do that great of a job in terms of—unless— So who wins the division, then? I, I have no idea at this point. Well, someone only, has to, Someone Jacob. has to. It's going to be— And that's why I'm saying it's going to be the Titans. It's going to be the Titans or the Jags. Are you—, are you... Yeah, I don't think the Colts are going to win it. Actually, I think the Texans are going to go on a crazy win streak here. And Here's win. the more pressing question. Does the, the winner of that division finish with more than seven wins on the season? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Eight, eight and nine's the, the lowest. They'll the crown a division champion. Do you see nine wins? Yeah, maybe with Tennessee. All right. Vrabes knows how to win, man. I'm telling you. And Can we look at their schedule real quick? I'm looking at it right now. Commanders can win that game. They get the Colts already again in two weeks. So and Oh, then, they, have, they have the bye week. So they have the Commanders this week, then the bye. Then the Colts. Then the Colts. Then the, the Texans. Texans. They're 5-2 and two going into this Chiefs game sure. that's coming up. Chiefs. Okay. Broncos, you could win that game. Packers, you'll probably lose. Bengals is a toss-up. Eagles, you probably lose. Jaguars, there you go. I just feel like the, it's going to be this game where everybody in the country, except for people in Nashville, want the Jags to beat the Titans, and Vrabel's just going to run it down their throat and win some stupid 16-10 like, like to 10 game. We like the Titans. We like old-school, run-it-down-your-throat kind of football. We really like Derrick Henry, and we really like Mike Vrabel. You clearly don't like the Titans this year, though. I don't like the Titans. No, I'm saying as a team, you like them in their style of play with the smash-mouth smash run style and... The old school coach in Mike Vrabel. You like that? You uh, okay. like that? Easy, Kirk Cousins. All right? Don't get it on my throat like that. Very contentious AFC South, clearly. It's going to be a heated debate all year long on who sucks the least and wins that division. Is there a single division right now that has a runaway r- winner? I don't think so. Like, maybe the NFC South with the Bucks. <laughs> maybe the AFC West with the Chiefs. Well, the Chargers... One again, but they just might run away with it. The Chiefs, maybe they're 
Oh, he's so good. The year everyone thought, okay, well, here's Justin Herbert. In his third year, he's going to make the playoffs. He's going to really really wow a lot of people. He's going to show how great he is as a quarterback. The Eagles should... The Chiefs are just that good. The Eagles should be running away with well, the division. Well, they're not. The Cowboys because, are just very impressive with how they've been able to win. And when do they get Dak back? This week? Soon. Either this, this week, week or next, next week. week. It's very soon. So you got to tip your cap to Did the Cowboys. Did you hear Jerry Jones and his – it's ridiculous that the owner of a franchise has a post-game press conference. But did you hear what he said? He said, we don't need to have one, but it seems like we got to have a quarterback controversy in Dallas. Yeah, I mean – I think Dak has been around the uh, block a couple times in Dallas by now, but he knows that that's just Jerry being Jerry. Jerry you know? being the most ridiculous owner in all of sports. You don't think Dak Prescott knows he's better than Cooper he Rush? He absolutely does. You don't think Mike McCarthy knows that so, Dak Prescott's better than Cooper Rush? So next week, the Cowboys play on the road against the Rams. That Then they got the Eagles, right? Well, so what I was going to say is that that's – Probably going to be a loss against the Rams. But if Dak can come back for that next week against the Eagles, I think you have to put him out there. I'd love to see him back against the Rams, too. Get his feet wet before that big division game. Eagles-Cowboys. Sexy all of a sudden. Is that a... Used to be the of game. Of course it is. Of course it is. Is it's it Sunday night? Sunday night. Yeah, but I want this. Is, we want it to be Sunday <laughs> right, night. Right. Yeah, you like, do. But of course, Cowboys, Cowboys, Eagles. It has to be has a, a primetime game. game. And of course, it already was scheduled to be one. Uh, some of the other stuff that happened that doesn't need much uh, analysis. The Chargers took care of the Texans by 10 points. The Cardinals and the Panthers, one of those games that was like a quiet Another fart in the wind that no one really yeah. watched, but the Cardinals take care of business in Carolina. Uh, the Raiders, 32-point explosion win. against the Broncos. That Broncos offense is in trouble, really man. Bad. Would you be surprised if the Raiders, when it's all said and done, catch up to Denver and Denver finishes in the basement? 100%. I, I, we're, you and I were surprised that the Raiders, the Raiders started 0 and 3 because they had a really tough first week against the Chargers. They should have won in week two against the Cardinals, and then it was just a a, the Titans, a bad just a bad game against two the teams that needed to get a win desperately. Yeah, both have been in the playoffs the past year, and they just fell short. And here they are against the Broncos. Finally getting that win. I am surprised it took them all the way into week four. But it wouldn't surprise me if they made it, if they finished the season ahead of the Broncos based off of what we've seen out of Denver so far, which to me was surprising because I believe when we did our season predictions before everything got started, I had the Broncos as the three seed in the division making the playoffs, the Raiders missing out, and I believe you had the opposite. I had the Raiders in, yeah. Both aren't going to make it. Packers, Patriots, Belichick was this close to being back. I'm on the road. My defense wins this game with my third-string quarterback named Bailey Zappi. We beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field. And then Rodgers just does Rodgers things. Kyle Brand had such a great monologue today on Good Morning Football about Rodgers. He loves having to see Rodgers work for it. And what he meant by that is, oh, we've had some Jordy Nelson, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams. This is light work. I'm going to put up 40 points against a bad team every time I'm out here. And then he equated it to... And Kyle Brand said this, you know, I coach seven-year-old football. And, like, I got, like, two guys in my huddle that I know Dude, I can trust. can be really good. And I know I can trust. That's your Cobbs, your Lazards, your Aaron Joneses, if you're Rodgers. But then I got all these other guys. That, like, I keep telling them, and Kyle Brand's like, and I'm going up to the line. I'm like, hand off to the right. Hand off to the right. Hand off to the right. And then, sure enough, he snaps the ball and hands off to the left. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> and then Kyle Brand was like, oh, I love you, but to the right. Like, let's try it again. And, like... There's growing pains that Rodgers has to go through now this year with this offense, and he doesn't exactly trust everybody out there. 
and it makes him have to work a little bit harder to get these wins. And he's not putting up the flashy numbers, but he's still winning the football game. Three and one, right. Three and one. Three game winning streak ever since losing uh, the season opener to the Minnesota Vikings. Which has just become a trend now. They lose the first game and then right, they go on yeah, the Right, yeah. It's always like that. What, what was his quote that he made like almost 10 years ago now or like eight years yeah. ago? And well, he just went, relax. Yeah, relax. Everybody relax. They started off two and two. Then they went to the conference title game. And then last year they got blown out by the Saints and then they won like nine straight games. So mm-hmm. they're almost halfway to that point again this year where they've got a three game winning streak. The night game last night, Bucks and Chiefs. Bucks offense really exploded in this game. If the Buccaneers kick returner doesn't fumble the opening kickoff, right. I think it's a lot closer of a game and maybe a game the Bucs can win. Because the Chiefs got a touchdown on that first Like two drive. plays later. Right. right to, to Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. And he's doing his little dances in the end zone. That guy looks like a polar bear when he's running and he hurls he over a guy into the end zone. He is. Do you think he's a better tight end than Gronk? Uh, yeah. I just don't know if he'll get the... Oh, he might because he's got a pretty good he's quarterback really, throwing it to him, He's too. really good, though. Like... He, year after year, he'll just lead the league in receptions, reception yards, and reception touchdowns by a tight end. If it's I was, year in, year out. If I was drafting skill position players, it'd be hard for me to not pick him in the top five. Yeah. And I know that there's other receiver people out there like, what the? Like, there's other receivers that can, have more skills than him. You can stack your receivers with You with can get a McCall Hardman and a yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster. With a great quarterback. he's just a freak of nature. Juju had... Another like yeah, average game. game, yeah. Well, he's third, second, third fiddle. It's yeah. the it's the Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes show right now, right? And and that's another thing that we were you could equate with that you say about Rodgers to Mahomes. You can throw out any receiver you want. He, Mahomes is still going to be able to spin away from a defender, and as he's being tackled, just flick the ball into the back of the oh, end zone easy. to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Where does that rank? I mean, that's. He just does that week after week. And it's like the 15th best play of his career. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's number one for the other, like, 29 starting quarterbacks in the league right now. Like, only three guys have made better plays than that. And that's not even in his top 10. What do you feel about tonight? You got any predictions? Do you I li- take the Niners in the spread or no? Uh, No. I think I, I like the Rams just because they have seemed to have steadied the ship since... The first loss against Buffalo, Jimmy G, eh, we keep talking about that run out of the back of the end zone. It wasn't really a run like Darren Orlovsky. That was a drop back. They don't look great. I mean, the defense looks solid, but you kind of have more faith in Matt, as you said, just now about Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams. Matt Stafford to Cooper Cup right now. Is the best connection in football. I, I don't know if it's like the best, like because it might receive, be Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. I don't know if it's the best receiver quarterback combo, but it's the best connection. It's the most easily relied upon connection for me. I'm gonna take the Niners in this game because, and I'm gonna go with the the old Vegas knows something kind of like the Browns okay. and the Falcons. Why are the Niners two point favorites right now? Yeah. That makes me a little. It's eh. just like what we were talking about earlier with the Browns. That's what I mean. So I'm going Vegas, Vegas knows. knows. I think the Niners and Jimmy G bounce back. Defense helps to win this game. It's in San Francisco after all. So I think the Niners actually get a big win. I don't think that would matter at all if this game were in LA because LA just has. Because then it would be in San Francisco. Yeah, LA. Well, because they would have just driven up the highway yeah, right. right to it's, LA. LA or has down. zero. I don't know where geography LA works in Cali. LA has zero. Home field advantage whatsoever. 
Hey, did you miss any of our show today? Well, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz, The Steelers Standard, and many, many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. You have one more game until week four mm-hmm. is in the book, so enjoy it tonight. We'll be back again on Wednesday talking Steelers, maybe peek a little bit ahead to the Bills, and, of course, give you our week five power rankings. He's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Offerman, and this has been The Steelers Standard. If everyone has lemonade stands, I think we can do it. These inspiring words were expressed by Alex Scott, the little girl who was battling childhood cancer and decided to have a lemonade stand in her own backyard to help fundraise for a cure. In honor of Alex and everyone fighting this disease, join ST Bank June 1st through the 8th at all bank branches for lemonade days. Enjoy treats and activities. Help us support research, awareness, and hope for these children and families in need. Let's make people our purpose and build a brighter future together. ST Bank, member FDIC. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.